what up y'all this is arter lazy tongue as you already know and we here for a new season and we kicking this shit off proper and what i mean by that is today's episode is gender reveal and i have the amazing the beautiful the talented diamond alexander thank you so much for coming thank you thank you for the opportunity i appreciate it yes we about to get this shit cracking so um before we get started on this whole gender reveal thing um let's just get a little let's get to know a little bit about you like the people might not know you a little bit are you from indy yes i am that's sad i'm sorry um you know, Indy is not popping, but this isn't your love, right? This isn't the your city of choice. No, it's not. Georgia is my place. Of Georgia, life. Georgia. That's dope. That's awesome. And what is it about Georgia that you love so much? They support our people, man. That's and that's what we need. We need more support. And in Georgia, they really worship the black community. That's what's up. Far. You we sure can. Georgia, so. You can get money out there. Yeah. You can get jobs out there. Yeah, I. Literally made more money working, to me, an average job living in Georgia than here. Than here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the perks of being in a Republican state. But that's okay. Um, So what do you do in your spare time? What do you do for fun? Um, I'm a homebody. Okay. I like music. I meditate daily. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of God, I think, you know. Okay. I wouldn't became this far if it wasn't for him right right he does favor me and i am covered so do you go to church like every day i grew up in church um i don't really go to church often often okay but i still speak to him and pray and i honestly think that the most hypocrites are at church true yeah the the most judgmental people are at church yeah so church is not does not make you any less different right somebody who goes faithfully every sunday because that person that goes faithfully every sunday just might be the biggest sinner out here true touche yeah i'm not a big religious person myself i was raised as a jehovah's witness so mm-hmm. i'm more spiritual but i definitely get what you're saying i don't got time for the judgment so right. i just don't go right. you know i'm gonna walk in there and be like we got a gay come on let's get her right. let's approach her right now right. yeah no don't approach me it's probably what's best um okay so you love georgia do you have any plans on going back anytime soon uh once i really get my career together yeah. and figure out what is my niche i have many talents but i heard I'm that working on figuring out that one that's going to get me to live my uh, dreams and to complete my long time long time goals is there so, anything that you like really want to do just work for the community. Like, yeah. I want to support the trans sisters, the girls like us. Mm-hmm. I want to support that movement because it's hard out here. Yeah. Like, we not only we have everyday life struggles that a normal person would have, mm-hmm. we have extra struggles because we're trying to change our gender. True. So True. So that's not something easy to do. It takes work, time, money, faith. Yeah. And prayer. Prayer, yeah. And, and that brought us into what we're about to talk about now so tonight's episode is gender reveal and you mentioned trans woman so um you being a trans woman for those that don't know uh transgender is a person that is born as one sex but transitions into another right okay so you are a trans woman so that obviously means you were born male 
right. right? So what was it like being raised as a man, as a boy or a man? Like, do you feel you dealt with gen- gender identity struggles growing up? Yes, I do. Like, I knew I was different in kindergarten. And I remember some of the things that happened to me, I remember like it was yesterday. And that's one of the things that I remember, like, knowing something was different about me. And I couldn't understand, like, why did my body look a certain way when I thought a different way? So, kindergarten, what wouldn't like, can you remember, like, a moment in kindergarten or at that age where, besides that thought, like, did something happen where you were like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't right? Or was it just, you just felt it inside, like, this isn't. I felt it inside, and then I just knew that, you know, when we kids, we really don't know about boys and girls like True. that we're just little kids right. so i knew something was different because i had an attraction to this one guy and in kindergarten in kindergarten and wow. we was playing house we had they, the school i went to they had like a little play i want to say playstation inside the class and it was like a house setting so we would play house we would play house and one of the girls was like you're going to be the son and i'm going to be the mom and the, anthony is the dad I'm not going to say his last name, but mm-hmm. Anthony is the dad. Right. I was like, uh, in my head, I'm thinking like, son, no, I'm trying to be the, the wife. I'm the mom. <laughs> like, no. So I ended up beating her up, fighting her, and I couldn't explain why I fought her. I think it was like a jealousy as a kid. <laughs> right. I'd be very mean and jealous, too. So I beat her up. And she was trying to take my man. So that's all I knew in my head. He was my man. Man, since so, kindergarten. Cutthroat. So when I got in trouble... Um, my parents asked me like, "What made me fight her?" I couldn't have, I didn't have an answer for them. I knew why I fought her, but right. it was too scared and too, it was too weird for me to tell them. Like, I fought her because she wanted me right. to the son, right? And no, I was the wife. I was the wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I mean, and and that's crazy you say that because I tell people all the time. Like, I can remember one of my moments as a kid was like I had I had visions of women as a child too Mm -hmm. and that's like one of the things that you have to kind of like make sure people understand is like what we go through is not like a choice it starts as a child you know as a child child. yeah that's that's crazy um did you yeah uh people use it as is it, it as a choice either when they come out late in life or it's how they raise true if people are born or like the thing is why would we as gays trans trans men trans women bisexual why would we want to live a whole nother life just to get taunted and mistreated and abused and not fully be happy get on meds or drugs however anybody wants to everybody wants to cope with it yeah to go through all that for the fun of it just for the fun of it no that's not how it works yeah i grew up in a household to where they knew something was different about me so they wasn't surprised when it came to light. Right. Yeah. Did you dream about being in a different body? Like you talked about it in kindergarten, but like when did it really hit home for you? Like this is not the body I'm supposed to be in. Fifth grade. I had a time wow. show in elementary and I did a Sammy. The crazy things I do for love. <laughs> <laughs> I had I was trying to get his little jewelry curl, you know, the curly hat. So girl, I uh I perm my hair and I'm thinking I got it in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm about to get my inches together. Like my mom went to the beauty shop every Friday, so 
I, I, everything I did as a kid, I reacted my mom or my aunties as if I was one of them, or that's how I wanted to be when I got older. Yeah. So, girl, I part my hair and it came out wrong. Um, I think my parents called me Sammy Davis Jr. Or I'm something done because the hair was. I'm straight. done. I part my hair and thinking I was gonna get the little curl, but girl, it became out straight and it was just slicked back. So I don't know what Sammy I thought I was going to be. I just knew he was dark skin and he had pretty hair, and I like that song. So. Fifth grade is when I knew, um, when I started perming my hair and trying to look more feminine. Okay. And uh, did you ever act on your inner feelings growing up? Like, but that was a talent show. But like, at what age did you actually go feminine? Like, try feminine clothes or nail polish or something? Um, it not elementary, middle school. I was feminine. I got teased and bullied, so. I was then trying to, when I got to high school, I was trying to hide it. So I didn't start being real feminine until I actually came out. When I came out, I came out. Like, I didn't just come out and still try to play the masculine role any longer. I came out and was like, okay, I'm, I'm out and I'm on my own, so I might as well be who I want to be and yeah. be myself. Wow, that, yeah. So is it fair to say that you had to come out twice in your life? Exactly. Being gay. Yes. And then transitioning. Yes, I did. What was that like to have to do that twice? I mean, you tell the same people. Was it the same reactions? Like, no, it was different. The, the gay reaction was more accept, accepted. Mm. So I didn't feel like I lost any love from anyone. I feel like some of them really knew because they knew me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Either family or friends that I had knew. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't no surprise to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The trans part was a surprise, and yes, I went through it as being coming out as transgender. Like a lot of people didn't accept me. Um, I lost friends, were so called friends, family was started acting different. Mm-hmm. So yes, it I came out. I did had to come out twice. Yeah, did and and so you say you lost friends. So I'm sure like some of the people you were closest to were like, no, I don't accept that. Yes, some people that I was close to. Um, it's like being trans, you get so emotional. Mm. So I might I might have took the reaction that I didn't got the reaction that out of my real close friends who I'm still friends with today that I didn't get then. I didn't understand then. Like I thought if they my true friend, why would they care? Like why would they be hurt? Right. Or why would they right. be like, No, you're everybody everybody's excuse was you're you're pretty, like you're a pretty boy, you're pretty as a guy. Why would you wanna do that? Like right. Right. You're beautiful. I'm like, it's not about me being beautiful. I can look nice. I've been looking nice and dressing my ass off since right. I was a baby. Right. So yeah. I that's not that just because I look nice does not mean I'm happy. And right. I can portray like I like to keep myself up because you're never not gonna know what situation I'm in or what I'm going through unless I tell you. Right. Sure. Fashion and me beauty care and self maintenance and all that is part of my coping skill. Okay, so what were some of the struggles that you faced before transitioning? I mean, we kind of talked about, like, the bullying and all that. Was there anything else that was, like, difficult that you had to go through before you you decided to say, I'm transitioning? Um, 
I went through stuff far as people mistreating me. I never went through stuff far as like mentally or having like I knew that it's gonna take time. Basically, I knew it's gonna take work. Mm-hmm. I knew I basically studied the lifestyle before I entered it. Mm-hmm. I started. I took a break, and then when I when I started the second time, because a lot of us tend to start and take breaks, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I did. But the second time when I started, I already knew what I was about to face because I started already, mm-hmm. and I knew this is what I wanted. I wasn't happy living as a feminine boy, mm-hmm. as a gay boy. I wasn't happy with mm-hmm. that. I tried to. I spent more money that I could invest it into my trans. Off of just trying to look nice and have nice things yeah. to make up for the sadness that I was, whatever I was missing. And it was just me not being who I wanted to be. That was the part. What, what made you, you, you mentioned doing it a second time. What made you take a break? I went through some problems financially. I went through um, a living situation to where I lost everything. So when I had to go live with my family, I had, I felt like, Maybe that lifestyle wasn't for me, mm-hmm. and I was basically telling myself, "I guess I'll just have to be unhappy mm-hmm. to to be able to feel normal and for people to accept me." Yeah, that's horrible. And so you decided to transition. You made that decision. And when I did make that decision, it was not like I jumped up like I did when I first started. I jumped up one day and said, "I'm going to be trans." After studying it for a couple of weeks and hanging out with someone that was trans at that time. I just jumped up and did it. But the second time, no, I slowly worked myself into it. I started slowly getting my hair colored, uh, getting my eyelashes done, buying more feminine clothes, wearing, like, female shoes. And then that's when I woke up one day and I started taking hormones again. Then I woke up, my breasts got bigger, Mm -hmm. and I started to look like a girl. So I was like, oh, ain't no point. I might as well go back to living my life and being who I want to be. So. The second time, it, that's why it comes so naturally to me because I let it just flow naturally. Yeah. I didn't rush it. Yeah. Like I attempted to do the first time. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So when did you officially decide to transition? Do you remember that? Do you remember the day? Do you remember when you woke up and said, I'm doing this? September of 2017, I had um, met a guy in 2017. So when did you decide to officially transition um in 2017 september of 2017 i uh, met a guy that lived in atlanta uh january at working at the marriott he was here on a business trip so we met we connected and i decided one day to up and move i've always wanted to be in atlanta and he lived in georgia so i decided to move with him and that's when i started my transition once i left I started slowly taking hormones before I left, and I started to get my lashes and, you know, be more feminine. Mm -hmm. And then once I knew that once I was going to Atlanta, I was going to be a woman, a transgender woman. So, And the first step of transitioning that you started going to was hormones. Yes. Would you recommend that for people who are transitioning to start that way? Or why did you start with hormones first? I did my research. Um, the girls that I look up to that's transgender, they've been on hormones for years. They actually started way before me. So I feel like sometimes I get my moments where I feel like I'm behind because I am up there. So um, the girls that 
I looked too. They did hormones. I did my research. I found a doctor and... I found a doctor and I, you know, I got on hormones. I feel like as a transgender woman, you really can't go through the process of becoming a real woman unless you do hormones. Mm. It's not the surgery. It's not the makeup. It's not the hair. It's not the clothes. It's not the body. It's the heart. It's the soul. It's the mind. Yeah. It's what's underneath all the makeup and the illusion. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was asking you that in the car about uh, the process of transitioning and do you still have the mentality of that of a man no but I will say this I do have the knowledge and I know game because of the body I was born with so I do know when men are on one yeah but I totally think like a woman and act like a woman yeah yeah uh what was the process like when you began to transition was it hard? Was it yes, easy? I technically started in 2012. Um, I started hanging with a woman that was transgender that was older than me. Um, I knew, but I knew as a kid that I was different and I knew I wanted to be a woman. But I didn't take into effect until 2012 when I met her and I seen how she lived. And I was like, she wakes up like a woman. She's doing what I want to do as far as being happy with myself. So... I, I tried to kind of rushed it at first and that's what you don't do. But then I went through a lot of criticism and losing people who wasn't obviously meant to be in my life due to my decision of wanting to be myself and truly be happy. Yeah. What was the hardest part for you when you decided to transition? Uh, my, I guess loving myself, like you get mistreated that's so deep. bad and I feel like if you don't love yourself, that's what's going to hurt you more than in, than the words that people call you or the things that you go through as that's not true. from male to female. That's true. I mean, I think that's kind of like the, the issue amongst a lot of people in the world is confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't love themselves or it only takes one person to break you down and change who you once believed you were. And so I think that that's a valuable lesson in all aspects of life. Love yourself. So you are doing just fine by yourself. Obviously you just, you love yourself so much. You don't need nobody. Actually, I'm still working towards that. Like I, like I said before, I meditate and I talk to God and I feel like that's the, that's the big step, a step in the, um, in the process process of me learning to love myself. Like yeah. it's still taking time. I it's not it didn't happen overnight and it's it's gonna continue to I'm gonna have to continue to meditate and speak to God and work towards that because right now I still have every transgender woman, no matter how pretty you are, no matter how much money you got, you're still gonna be labeled as transgender. Yeah. And if um there's there is some that's real known and stuff that's still learning to you know yeah. worship and care about themselves and put themselves first yeah. and that's another thing I had problems with like I wanted love so bad and I was mistreated so bad that I didn't think nobody loves me and I feel like I had to give in order to get the kind of respect I wanted and yeah. that's not true we are twins Yeah, 
I am a huge lover and uh Well you're a Scorpio and I had three ex Scorpios. So yeah. If y'all can see the boobs <laughs> it's um <laughs> and honestly like real shit i don't know your journey i don't know what it's like to be in your body but ever since i've known you you've always been a beacon of smiling like mm-hmm. you're always happy you're always just like I, I, hello you're just I always happy because i never let what i go through or how somebody treats me interfere or condone how i'm going to treat other people yeah i've said that no matter how sad I am inside and how much I go through, I would never turn to be this hateful person towards others. I've always had a, a love for people yeah. and people has not always been good to me, but I know in my heart, like God, he wants you to forgive. Yeah. And I, my motto is I will forgive daily, but I will never forget. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's powerful for me. Cause, uh, it's a living testimony for me in, in, an aspect of my life that I have going on right now. And I feel like I'm just like a big giver. And I feel like I give so much that I'm just treated like shit constantly. Mm-hmm. But you've taught me that there is a purpose to all of this. Yes. Ooh, if you could see her, it just kind of helps with the interview. Um, have you had any strong support systems throughout this transitioning? Yes, I have. Uh, my family, my parents, um, my grandparents, and my friends. My friends that I went through different kind of friendships in the process of saying I'm I'm starting to be happy with who I am. Mm-hmm. I lost people that I thought was my friends that was only there for the benefits of them, of me, and right. that was spending my money or. They, it was a reason why they was coming around me. It wasn't generally because they liked me and they loved me. It was yeah. because they can get something from me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you say your grandparents. I think that's amazing because mm-hmm. my grandparents aren't alive. I know a lot of people's grandparents aren't alive. So it would like to have my grandparents who's old school still mm-hmm. support. Not that I'm just gay, but I'm transitioning. You know, um, my grandma, rest in peace, she passed away in um, August of 2016. But she was my number one supporter. Mm -hmm. Like, even when I wasn't classified as being passable, Mm -hmm. like a female, I was just starting out, I was a drag queen. Mm -hmm. She was still supportive. She never, never called me the name I not wanted to be called. She would call me my female name when I wasn't even a female because she was so used and used to it and as a kid she would um she told me one time you're my special my, my special grandbaby uh-huh. like it's something special about you and I know who you really want to be and you're going to make it and just make me proud and be successful that's all she wanted for me to do so yes I'm blessed to say I have supportive parents and supportive grandparents that's what's up because being gay and coming out to your parents would have been like you said I'm transitioning mm-hmm. and that was a step uh, that was the second come out, like you said. But my my dad knew. Okay, let me classify. My stepdad, who I don't consider a stepdad, he's my dad. He was there when I was been born, so he he accepted it before anybody else even knew or accepted it. Mm-hmm. He he knew first and he accepted it first. It was my mom that it took time on her to realize her child was different and was gay. Yeah. 
But when I became transgender, the second time I came out, my mom accepted it first. Mm. My dad didn't. Mm. So it's like, I guess my mom knew. Maybe she took it hard because when I did come out the first time, I still wasn't happy about being myself. Mm -hmm. I still wanted to hide it. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that she wasn't accepting me because I wasn't accepting myself. So. So it's not that she didn't accept you. She just wanted you kind of to be confident about it. Yeah. (laughs) Mothers, parents, I hope you're listening. Uh, We need that support. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what, how has it, I mean, I see, I've known you for quite a long time and you've never not been stunning. So what is it like? now like when you're out here and you're trying to date and you're like look at the like I'm even more sexy than I was before like well, how's it dating is it good is it bad what is it like sometimes it's a good thing cause if you know your worth you kind of get treated as you should but then sometimes knowing your worth and having high standards also puts you at a place to where people would think you act like you're too good mm. And I still feel like I have a long way to go, so I would never unhumble myself yeah. and say I'm just the baddest thing walking. Yeah. Um, I kind of want my personality out to outshine my beauty. And for me to cl- be classified as natural in my natural state of transitioning, um, that's a big step. And I'm going to take pride in every step along the way. Even when I become or look the way I, I finally want to look, I'm still going to be humble Yeah. Yeah. and kind about it. But you do have men far as dating that if they don't know you you tell them they either love it or hate it but they love it majority of the time it's sexual mm-hmm. it's a fantasy mm-hmm. because the, the you know society criticizes men who dates gay men or they criticizes men who dates transgender women yeah and I look at the men who are attracted to me as straight men mm-hmm. and I classify myself as being a normal mm-hmm. woman yeah yeah, it's it's funny you say that because we were brought in a world where right is right, wrong is wrong, right. gay is wrong. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like if we weren't taught something was wrong, it seemed like we would be inhibited free lovers. Right. Because we kind of are at the right. end of the day. Yeah. Men love other men. Women love other women. Except for some of us. We're like completely gay because I would never in my life touch suck. I, I can't, it's hard to change baby diapers. Right. Because it's a dick in there. Right. But it's kind of like we're naturally free lovers anyway. You know right. what I mean? But we're always taught that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, and you know what? I, I think we should be taught some kind of lesson, but I think we should also be taught to be yourself. True. And to love who you are because it was stops from these people growing up trying to hide it and using it out as anger mm-hmm. or using it. Are doing coping skills as far as turning to drugs and stuff because they can't truly be who they want to be because how they was raised. True. But being gay or trans or anything other than straight was unacceptable. True. I hate that myself. I hate that there's labels. I hate that we have to be classified as something or some sort of sex. I hate that there's normal, right or wrong. But you are a living testimony that live and be who you are. Right. And then look sexy while you're doing it. Um. What has been your strength throughout your journey? What has been that one thing or couple things or whatever that has kept you going during this journey? Uh, my faith is one of my 
major strengths. Um, I believe in God is not going to, he, he chooses the people for the things he wants them to go through or he chooses a path for everybody. So whether you follow his path and listen to him, that's on you. But I feel like some when I wanted to give up and just end it all, I just felt like, hold on, I'm healthy and I'm alive in my 20s. And I've been through a lot. I'm here for a purpose. And I'm going to continue to, you know, have faith. Because faith is not going to make anything easy. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it possible. So, um, I guess my faith. And then, like, I don't want to look like what I'm going through. That's another thing. I'm going to try to look my best on any day. Whether I'm depressed, sad, unhappy, happy. I'm going to not let it show on my outer appearance. I'm just yeah. going to let you get a feel of my vibe and my yeah. emotion. Yeah. When I start speaking, that's cocky and confidence. If you, if no one is listening to this and is turned on by now, just stop listening and stop recording. And stop recording because <laughs> the shit keeps cutting off. Like, you are so beautiful. You gotta see our mom. Her mom is like Amber. You're gonna want to take care of her mom. I always they look like do sisters. Mamas. And she got a sister that's older. The sister that's older, not telling me funny, looks like the mom. The mom looks like the sister. Am I lying, though? I love mamas. <laughs> and you know, love sis. It should be getting so mad. Yeah. When y'all say y'all say about the mom? The mom to the mama? <laughs> oh, the mama look like the sister, and the sister look like the mom. Yes. Her older sister look like the mom. She don't look older. Well, my older sister's four years older than me. But I look a lot younger than she, I am. Yeah, she looks so. a lot younger. Her mom, they look like twins. They're the same size, same height. You and your mom. Yeah. And... What does the older sister look like? She's cute. She just right, looks like she's like, some things. Yeah, she, Damn. She yeah. Damn, the kids. Not her. Why she like it? Herself. She's technically not. I love her. Taking care of herself. Right. I love her that feeling, but it's the truth. It's from the truth. I'm going to have to meet her. I'm going to be like, you ain't badass. <laughs> <laughs> said I'm gonna be like no thank you I want to hit on you you hit on me never mind right I want to chase you you like what's up nothing nothing girl I'm single um okay did I pause that nope we're still going okay um did you finish telling me what your strength was? Yeah, I said my outer appearance and my face. We can keep it at that. Okay, cool. Um, have you ever self-identified as a sex type? Like gay, transgender, woman, all of the above? Um, so are you asking me how I identify like my classify myself as which one? I mean, well, obviously you probably have considered all three, right? Like throughout your life yeah, probably i have um 
But the thing is, I, in my head, I've always wanted to be a woman. So I wouldn't even say classify myself as transgender. Even though, although I am and I have to tell people, I don't like to acknowledge that and uh, let nobody know until I tell you. Yeah. I don't want to walk out the house and they be like, oh, look at that man. Or look look at that tranny. Or, you know, a trans, transsexual. I hate them words. I do too. I acknowledge and I like if you're going to say something about who I truly am beneath my clothes and stuff, mm-hmm. it's going, you're going to say transgender. You're not going to approach me as, hey, T.S. or <laughs> hey, tranny. Or, you know, I'm just being real, girl. You just can't. Uh, this, uh, transgender is the proper terminology. Who you can classify me as under, but I, I identify as a woman. As a woman, okay, that's right. So if I catch any y'all motherfuckers in the street calling her anything but woman, okay, <laughs> we'll have a problem. Just putting that out there, fuckers. But I, I love you guys. You I love you guys, <laughs> fuckers. Um, so let's talk about you living your best life. Okay, we've talked about the before, the during. Let's talk about the joy of it all. So tell me about some of the best moments since becoming your true self. What has been some of the highlights? Of reconnecting with God. Um, my friends has, um, oh my God, my friends have been amazing. And they helped me. They're very supportive, emotionally, financially. I couldn't do this without my friends, my family, the knowledge my parents have gave me, uh, the love they showed me, the the tough love. My parents are strict, so the tough love is well needed. Because mm-hmm. um, even when I was falling on the wrong path, their their words and they knew something was wrong when I was. Mm-hmm. So, with them being tough and being strict and wanting to not caring who I want to be, mm-hmm. want me to be happy, but they also want me to be successful. So. Uh, my parents tough love my friends support um giving back like um i have a couple of girls who i mentor that's transgender up and coming women that's that's transgender so um i just want people to look up to me and just remember my story and just know that i'm telling it so you don't go through it or if you go through it just know how to come out of it uh what what to do and what not to do do not rush it um have faith pray uh, leave the drugs alone because in the community, you know, they're known, we're known for drug abuse, right. uh, prostitution. Yeah. Leave all of them alone. I know it's, you think it's a way of life, but it's not. It's, not, it's yeah. really not. The drugs is going to, they're going to make you feel good that night, but it eventually harm you mm-hmm. as far as your body, your, your mental status, and everything, mm-hmm. physically and mental. Um, I just turn to God, pray, meditate. And I think my I live my best life, my best moments in my best life. I'm living my best life and my best moments when I have a God in my life. Yeah. I notice that when I lose focus on what's needed more than so what's wanted and mm-hmm. when I don't connect with God and I don't meditate, I have harder days. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and that's your connection. That's your serenity. That's your balance. Um when you look at yourself, what do you feel? Uh, right now, I feel like I'm a bad bitch. But eventually, I want to feel like I'm the baddest bitch walking. But I say that humbly. And I'm not saying far as being the the queen or the baddest. I want all of us to be beautiful. I want all of us to be successful. Um, I want all of us to be friends. I want all of us to reach out and take care of each other. It's 
happens, but then it doesn't. Yeah. So I want to break history and be what Indianapolis need and other states needs as far as showing love, but also being beautiful where you've noticed my personality and my heart before you even look on the outside. Just, I just want to be the full package. Yeah. But yeah. I want my beauty to, to, to lie inside and out. You, you, it definitely is. Uh, I think this show is a testament of it because people can see your inner beauty. Uh, when they watch this, they're going to see that outer beauty. <laughs> Check out them titties. Um, I mean, just in general, I mean, you're a very humbled person to have gone through your own struggles. I mean, life struggles and then decisions you've made and you still you possess the strength of a woman do you realize that like women are strong we can take a lot of shit and you're taking a lot of shit and i think that what you're wanting to do is you're making that history you know what i mean i I don't i i and it could be because i'm naive i don't know a lot of transgender interviews or people or outlets and i think that you're the great, you're a great spokesperson. I think you have the energy and you are captivating. And I think that you're on the right path. So definitely, definitely good, good ideas that you have here. Um, what, what is your, what's next for you? Like uh, that, that you can, like what's next for you now that you can truly live for that is going to make you happy? What, what's, what are you? I just want to make sure I'm- I'm ha- I'm fully happy um, that I love myself more, that my family and friends are taken care of, and that I take care of the community and just give love, spread love. And my motto is just peace, love, and happiness. That's all I really want. Yeah. Now, you mentioned to me some of your goals. What are some of your future goals as far as the trans community? Like, what are you trying to set out to do? Um, I would like to build shelters, um, have a nonprofit organization. Shelters, get them girls insurance, get them on hormones, find jobs for them. Um, just make sure they, not if they're going to go through life struggles, to not have the extra barrier of trying to find somewhere to live, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how they're going to eat all day, yeah. every day, trying to, you know, provide for themselves. I want them to be, if you're going to go through it, because we're going to go through it. It's no lie and it's nothing you, there's no, no way around it. Like, we're going to go through it. Yeah. Because people are still trying to learn to accept it. So, through the midst of it all and the abuse that they're going to be faced with and the emotional stress and the depression, just go through it. But not also have the, the extra worries and the stress on not being homeless and stuff like that. I want to make sure my girls are taken care of. And you... How like is there any there is there a place right here in Indy that currently has an outlet for transgender people or anything to go to talk about issues or problems or anything? There's um, Eskenazi. One of my doctors is located in um, Eskenazi, and they do have meetings, I believe, on Tuesdays and Thursdays that is for the transgender community, and we just talk and we just you know express our feelings and dreams and goals it gives you a place to go to truly be yourself yeah so that's uh, it's a couple of support groups but far as shelters and really uh help with the basic needs that we are wanting for for and that we need no and that's what i'm willing to change and i wanted to change yeah shout out to anybody who is listening to this and wants to invest i mean I, I'm not trans, but I'm thinking like dating apps or I don't know. I mean, Uber, trans Uber, 
trans lift i mean we want to ride places in safety can i ride with another trans driver can we trans to a club together i mean i'm just thinking like a huge community base a uh, trans pride things like that uh i honestly prior to this show there's a lot of things i had no idea of and i appreciate you for opening my eyes and everyone else who might be ignorant and that's not an offense but ignorant to not knowing the facts but i have to say thank you so much for being on the show is there anything that you want to tell anybody out there that's i mean you you've gave some pretty good advice but is there anything you want to end with to your new followers and current followers that support you i would like to just tell you know stop judging i mean it's it's not a choice i mean we're born this way as i said prior to this meeting with her and doing the interview that i knew as a child that i was different and i knew my body parts was different than what I wanted. And so it's not a choice and just stop judging and love each other like and support, please support. Cause that's what we need. And I just feel like family support is really big. We need our families because we turn to the streets because of not having no family. And then we get used and hurt. Some of them don't even make it out the streets. And I was able to say I made it out the street. Yeah. Is there for anybody who's listening to the show right now who might be interested in talking to you and knowing more about it or want to get the digits how can the folks get in touch with you i have um an instagram um my name is i am diamond alexander and then i also have two facebook pages one's i'm going to promote for business and the one is personal but um it's diamond alexander on facebook so my email also, you can reach me there at bbalexander4 at gmail.com. Dope. Perfect. Honestly, you guys are not going to want to not want to do business. She's amazing. She's starting the trans community. If anybody's listening to this that is transgender, you have gotten your spokesperson who believes in you. You have an outlet. You have someone who has done a lot of things that a lot of us are afraid to. And you have spoke your truth to the public. Now, I have listeners so it's not like this show will not be listening to it definitely will um but honestly shedding light and going outside of your comfort zone or in general just putting your life out there to strangers is an amazing thing I think you're beautiful I wish you all the success in the world you're amazing you don't need to change a thing if you do thank you I'm so excited. Um, But we are excited to know more about you. Y'all stay up, follow her. She's doing big things. And if you don't, you're sleeping on her. You're missing out. She's an amazing person. And uh, again, I thank you. Felicity Tongue thanks you. Thank you. Y'all stay tuned. I'm Arda. We'll be back.